Let's open the Word of God in uh, the book of John, chapter 20, verse 28. Uh, let's start from verse 26. And after eight days, again, his disciples were within, and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst, and said, Peace be unto you. Then saith he to Thomas, Reach hither or here thy finger, and uh, hear thy hand, and thrust it into my side, and be not faith faithless, but believing. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. Uh, many people in the world uh, heard about Jesus. Many even claim to personally know him. Uh, yet there are so many that do not believe Jesus is God. Uh, and thus there's no evidence in their life that Jesus reigns and leads in their life. Uh, they say Jesus was just a, a teacher, maybe even a genius. But um, Jesus is God, and this is the, the, first, the first truth we're going to look at. Jesus is God. And uh, we have some evidence, and the first evidence is in the passage where, where we just read. Thomas referred to Jesus Christ as God when he said, My Lord and my God. And well, I know some people could say, Oh, he, he just said that when he saw him, he, he was like, you know, like people say today, Oh, my you know, and take the Lord's, vein in, uh, the Lord's name in vain. Because the Lord's name in vain doesn't mean just to curse using God's name, but uh, just using it in a very simple way. The God's, na God's name is not something simple. It's holy. God is holy. So we don't, we don't say, oh my, you know what I mean. So people say, this is what Thomas did. Something like that. Oh my, you know. But no. He looked at Jesus. He saw Jesus die. He saw the whole thing. And now he sees this Jesus with holes in his hand and where he was pierced with a spear. With a spear. Uh, and he's amazed that he's alive. My Lord and my God. You are my Lord. You are my God. Thomas refers to Jesus as God. Then second, the Heavenly Father referred to Jesus Christ as God. If we open the Bible, it's in uh, Hebrew chapter 1, verse 8. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 8. It says, uh, but, uh, but unto the Son, that's Jesus Christ, He's the Son of God. But unto the Son, He saith, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter uh, of thy kingdom. God the Father re uh, refers to his Son, to Jesus Christ, as God. Thy throne, O God. Then we have the scriptures refer to, to Jesus Christ as God in uh, 1 Timothy uh, 3.16.
1 Timothy 3.16. And again, he's talking about uh, Jesus. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. God was made, was manifest in the flesh. That's Jesus Christ. And then in uh, John uh, chapter 1, verse 1, we're going to open the Bible quite a few times now uh, because that's, that's what we want to preach. We don't want to preach anything else but the Bible. Amen? John 1, 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Now, who's this Word? Is, is this the Bible? Is this... What word is it? You know, like... It's a person. How do we know that? Because in verse 3, it says that all things were made by Him, by this word, and without Him was not anything made that was made. He's the Creator. So we have... In verse, five, uh, verse 1 says that He's God, and then we see that He's the Creator. And in verse 14, we have... Uh, an explanation of who, who this word is. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and was beheld, and we beheld his glory, the glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. The word was made flesh, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Why is he called the word? Well, this is the written word of God. And Jesus Christ is the living word of God. Remember when... Uh, we were in the other room with the pastor and he turned on the light and he said, let there be light. And I said, there was light, you know. Remember when God said, let there be light. And with the power of his word, he created something that didn't exist before. We can't do that. With the power of his word. Jesus was there in the beginning. He, he was part of creation. He created everything. Jesus claimed to be God. Uh, John 10, verse 30. And we have many other verses, but this is a very short verse that we're going to use. I and my Father are one. And it says then, then the Jews took up stones against, again to stone him. They wanted to kill him because he claimed to be equal with God. I and my father are one. He claimed to be God. To be one with God. To be one with the father. Uh, now, if Jesus was just another prophet, you know, you don't see... Prophet Isaiah saying, I am one with God. Or, come unto me, all you that are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. You know? Or, get up, your sins are forgiven. You don't see any of the prophets doing that. They don't dare to do that. But Jesus claims to be God then uh, if you, just in case, you say, okay, yeah, but these are just, all of them are from this point of view. You know, Thomas, he was one of the disciples of Jesus Christ. 
God the Father, uh, you, you, you see that in the Bible. Uh, the Word of God, that's the Bible. Uh, Jesus, of course, he claimed to be God. Do we have anyone else that wasn't part of that circle? Well, we do have someone else. Um, we see it in the Bible also. But the Rom Roman centurion and others that were with, uh, with him referred to Jesus as God. If we open the Bible in Matthew 25, verse 54. Matthew 25, verse 54. 27, I'm sorry. Matthew 27, verse 54. Now when the centurion and they that were with him watching Jesus saw the, the earthquake and those things that were done, they feared greatly saying, truly this was the Son of God. The Son of God. Uh, they referred to Jesus as God. Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus is God. The second part of, of uh, what I want to talk about is that Jesus is my God. Jesus is my God. And uh, let us all take this personally. Jesus is my God. And I hope you can say that. Jesus is my God. Why? Why is, why is Jesus my God? First, because Jesus created me. Uh, we already read this verse I'm just gonna read it from John 1 3 all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made Jesus created me that's why he's my God there's no other God that created me there's no other God that created at least my arm or something you know God created me Jesus created me and that's why he's my God Jesus loves me that's another reason why Jesus is my God. Uh, John 15. We can open the Word of God in John 15. Jesus loves me. Verse 9 says, As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. And uh, verse 12 says, This is my commandment, that ye love one another, how? As I have loved you. Jesus loves me. <coughs> this is why he's my God, because he loves me. Who really, really loves you in this world? Especially if you're a stranger to that person. They don't care about you. You're going down the street many times and you... You hit your, your uh, foot or something, and, or you have a problem, or you have a flat tire, or, or something. And people just pass by you like nothing happened. Just like you would be a tree. They don't care about you. They don't, people don't love each other. Apart, especially apart from God's love. The third reason why Jesus is my God is that Jesus gave his life for my sins. And I'm going to read three verses from three different places in the Word of God. We're not going to open 
uh, for this. Jesus gave his life for my sins. Romans 5.8 says, But God commanded his love towards, towards us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Christ died for us. In John 15, verse 13, and I think we have, we have the Bibles open here, it says, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. He, gave, he called me his friend, and then he gave his life for my sins. For my sins, not for his own. In 1 Corinthians 15, verse 3 says, For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures. Jesus gave his life for my sins. That's why Jesus is my God. Not only that, but Jesus rose from the dead. And we, if we can open the Word of God in 1 Corinthians 15... We're going to read the verses from 4 to 8. 1 Corinthians 15. Jesus rose from the dead. You know, if he would have just given his life for me and stayed dead, I would have wondered if, if he should be my God or not. If I should worship him or not. If I should trust him or not. You know, he's dead. What can he do for me? What can a dead body do for me? Nothing. He's dead. There's no life in it. But Jesus rose from the dead. 1 Corinthians 15, verses uh, 4 through 8. It says, And that he was buried, and that he rose again in the third day according to the Scriptures, and that he was seen of Cephas, then of the twelve. After that he was seen of above five hundred brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain unto this present, but some are fallen asleep. I mean, at the time of the writing of these words. After that, he was seen of James, then of all the apostles. And last of all, he was seen of me also, as, one, as of one born out of due time. These are the words of Apostle Paul. Did you know most of these? Are, I'm sure you knew most of these people that testified that they saw Jesus alive and that Jesus rose from the dead, many of them paid the price of this message with their life. They became martyrs. For a lie? How would you call someone that would be willing to give their life for a lie? And they will know, they would know that this is a lie. How would you call someone that was, would be willing to die for a lie? Well, kind of, right? Knowing it's a lie. But I don't think anyone would do that. Anyone in their right mind, they, they wouldn't be willing to sacrifice their life for something that's not true. So why these people were willing to die if it wasn't true? Jesus Christ rose from the dead and that's why he's my God. Jesus forgave my sins, gave me eternal life and the Holy Spirit when I trusted him and when I repented of my sins. That's why he's my God. In uh, Acts 26 verse 18. 
Acts 26 verse 18. Apostle Paul says, he's explaining how God called him into the ministry and what to do is exactly. And he says that God called him to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God that they may for, uh, receive forgiveness of sins and inherit inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. That means in Jesus. Jesus was talking. In Ephesians 1.13 says, In whom ye also trusted after that ye heard the word of, you trusted after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. I have many, um, many times when, I, when we talk about truth, about doctrine, about the word of God, and this, there's this confusion among my Roma uh, brothers and sisters in Christ, in our churches, that after you repent, after a while you have to ask God to give you the Holy Spirit. And I ask them, listen, did you receive Jesus Christ? And they say, yes. And I say, okay, then can you, can you receive Jesus Christ? Can, can Jesus Christ come into your heart, into your life, without God the Father and without God the Holy Spirit? God doesn't come in parts, you know, by pieces. You know, when you became the son of God, the child of God, God came and dwells in you. The Holy Spirit comes and dwells in you and you become the temple of the Holy Spirit. And did you, did you notice the order of the words in this verse in Ephesians 1.13? It says, In whom ye also trusted after what? After that ye have heard the word of truth, so that means first you heard it. You heard that you are a sinner. Your sin uh, is uh, the punishment of sin is death. Uh, that means hell. Jesus Christ died for you, for your sins. And he rose from the dead. The gospel of your salvation, it says here. So you heard it. In whom also after that ye believed. You heard it and then you believed. And ye were, or you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Remember Jesus promised that he will send the Comforter, the Holy Spirit? It was a promise. He kept his promise and he keeps his promise every time when someone trusts Jesus to give him the Holy Spirit. Actually, him to be the Holy Spirit. Because it's not something that we own. He owns us. That's why Jesus is my God. Because he kept his word. Because what he said is true. Because when I trust him, when I trusted him, him, the Holy Spirit came to dwell in me and he forgave me my sins. It, it says in Romans 6, 23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. I trusted him because I wanted my sins to, for, to be forgiven and nobody else told me that if I trust them, my sins are forgiven. Everybody told me you have to do this and this and this and that or be part of this organization or this society or this church to be saved or, or maybe you will be saved. 
Nobody else, nothing else, no other book tells you, you will be saved, you will be forgiven, you will have the Holy Spirit. You, it's a promise. If you trust Jesus Christ, if you repent of your sins, He'll do all this for you and give you eternal life. Nobody else does that or says that. And now I have a question. This is the third part of my sermon. Is Jesus your God? We can talk about it all day long that Jesus is God. It's true whether you believe it or not. Whether someone believes it or not. Or likes it or not. Jesus is God. Well, Jesus is my God. Whether someone likes it or not, he's still my God. But is Jesus your God today? As you sit here and listen to the word of God, is Jesus your God Receive Jesus today and believe in His name. John 1.12 says, But as many, as many as received Him, to them gave He power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on His name. Receive Jesus today. Believe in His name, on His name today. If Jesus is not your God, Repent of your sins so you can be forgiven. In Luke 24, verse 46 says, And said unto them, Thus it is written, And thus it behoved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remissions of, remission of sins should be preached in His name among all nations beginning uh, at Jerusalem. Repent of your sins today if Jesus is not your God. But if you say, hey, I trust Jesus. Jesus is my God. Well, allow Jesus to be in charge of your life. And live for his glory. There are so many people that say they are Christians. So many people that claim to be saved and have Jesus in their life. And maybe it's true. We don't know. And their life doesn't show that. They live for themselves. They live for what they like. They, they live for what they want. I do whatever I want. I think whatever I want. I go where I, wherever I want. Well, allow Jesus to be in charge in your life and live for His glory. Romans eleven thirty six 36 says, For of Him and through Him and to Him are all things to whom to whom be glory forever. Amen. All things except the Christians that don't want, to, don't want Jesus to be in charge in their lives. All things except, no. It says, to whom be glory forever. All things. 1 Corinthians 10.31 uh, says, Whether therefore ye eat or drink, these are just two examples, because it says, or whatever you, whatever, you do, do all to the glory of God. Oh, how many things we don't do to the glory of God, right? There are so many things that we do for the glory of Mirchi. And for the glory of this body. Or for the glory of uh, someone else. Or something else. Or for the glory of our children. It says, do all to the glory of God. 
And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. I, I'm, I believe, I'm 100% sure that up until that day, Jesus had a great impact in Thomas' life. But from that day on, even, even more, even more, Thomas had a great opinion about Jesus. He really believed Jesus Christ. If, if until then his faith was weak, from then on, my Lord and my God were the words with which he lived. No matter what anybody says, Jesus is God. But is Jesus your God? If not, trust him today. If yes, allow everyone to see that in your life every day. Amen.